0: It's the Principle with Pastor Mac, where we learn the heart of God through the mind of Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. I am your host, Pastor Mac. Join me as we dive into the passages of Scripture and find out how principles from God's Word give us the power to overcome the problems of life. Hello, everyone. So glad you're back with me again. Uh, It's been a little bit. I, I have been so extremely busy, and I apologize for missing the last week or so. Um, I may have even missed two weeks. Uh, and and I, again, sincerely apologize. I do want to be faithful in doing this because, one, my my prayer is that it, it helps somebody. Um, but two, it's, if I view this as a ministry, which I do, then I want to be faithful in it and be faithful for the Lord and give it my best. And so I sincerely apologize for missing a little time. So, so let's, let's get, let's get back into this. Um, so the last time I, I spoke, we've been going through the the whole idea of the fruit of the spirit. And I talked about the idea that I want to go through the fruit of the spirit before we get into the gifts of the spirit. Uh, I, I know the gifts of the spirit seem to be a, always a controversial topic. And I will tell you that I probably am a little controversial myself about that, because I think, in my personal opinion, when it comes to the individual, when it comes to the individual believer and follower of Christ, that the fruit of the Spirit must be our first priority. Yes, we got to get the gifts of the Spirit right. Yes, and we need to do them right. Uh, I, I grew up in a day and age, and 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 in my life that I saw many abuses and misuses of the gifts of the spirit. Uh, And I truly believe that those misuses and abuses came because the fruit of the spirit was not evident first. And so we've got to get, because the fruit of the spirit has to do with your motivation. I've already talked about this a couple of times. And so I don't want to, I don't want to beat that horse again. Uh, But, the, the fruit of the spirit has to do with your motivation. it has to do with the inner workings of you and thus it is the guiding principle for the gifts of the spirit. So but before we get to the fruit of the spirit I keep wanting to get there but I keep looking at this this passage and we've got to go through this. We've got to look at the works of the flesh. We've got to look at what they are and now I don't want to go into each one individually in a long discourse on each one of them. I want to try to do all of this in this in this podcast. But I want to show you that in each of these, uh, in each of these uh, uh, works of the flesh, that it breaks down into categories, and I'll apply it to another scripture here in a minute, uh, or make the connection. But how that they build on each other. It, it, it starts with one in each of the categories. It starts with one, but then it gets worse. Uh, and they deal with the body, they deal with the mind, they deal with the heart, they deal with the soul, and and. Um, And so they they deal with that. So I want to go through these right quick and then try to and then hopefully the next time we'll actually get into the fruit of the spirit. So Galatians chapter five, starting at verse 19. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole passage, starting at 16. I'm going to start at 19. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath. Again, I'm reading from the New King James. Uh, Selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and the like, or revelries, excuse me, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So based on that verse, it says those who to- who practice such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Uh, we see that in these, it is a lifestyle. It is a way of living. And the reason I think that that is important is because when you get to the gift, or not the gifts, but the fruit of the spirit, it is the same principle. It has to do with a lifestyle. It has to do with a way of living. Not so much in the things that you do. That's the gifts. but the things that we do must align with who we are, the motivations, the motivating factor. And again, I talked about this twice already, so I don't want to keep going down that rabbit hole, but they've got to line up in in the, who we are because we are what we habitually do. So he says, "Those who practice such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God." So let's look at these. Let's look at the. Let's look at kind of the categories. We'll break it down, and I'll show you how they 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 build on each other. So let's go to the first one: the works of the flesh. It starts with adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness. Uh, the King James says lasciviousness. So um, it starts with adultery. Right, adultery. We we know what that is. Right, it, it's to be unfaithful in marriage, and that is it, and that is awful. I, I don't want to downplay adultery, but it is a very specific type of sexual sin. Right, it's the it, it is to uh, be unfaithful in a marriage, and uh, and as as bad as that is, the uh, here is the weird thing. Is that as bad as that is, according to those lists, that is the the lead-in, the gateway to the rest of them. I I get it. Adultery is horrible. And people who commit those things, they're wrong. It's sinful, it's shameful. They they destroy families. They destroy uh they, they uh, if there's kids involved, they will hurt kids and and it's awful. But you usually see the the leading up to adultery, you usually see um it's a process. It is a, um, it is a a, a a cooling off of the love and the passion between a husband and wife. And so it leads to this adultery. But adultery typically is uh, you know one man, one woman uh, cheating on on their spouses with each other. and it is, uh, it is usually uh, confined, right? It's generally one type of, of consensual sex between two adults that is not with their spouse. But notice the next one, fornication. The word fornication, uh, or fornication in the original language is the word pornea. It is any type of of illicit sexual intercourse. Uh, it it can include adultery, but it can also include homosexuality, lesbianism. It can include uh, inter, uh, incest. Um, it, it can uh, so it is a it is a much broader term of of sexual sin. And in doing so, uh, it, it it is um, in terms of the body, it is worse because it's not just one man, one woman. It could be, it, it, fornication usually means multiple partners, and it can be, uh, it can even include bestiality. So it's any kind of illicit sex act. Then you go to uncleanness. Uncleanness is, um it, it is, uh, uh, lustful living. It is, is it, it's more than just a physical act. It goes into your, uh, into your heart. It has to do with, um, not only do you do these, but you, you, you take pride in it. It is a, um, it, it's to do it and to enjoy it. It's the, Hey, I know it's wrong. I'm going to do it anyway. And in a moral sense, not only have you defiled yourself physically, but now you've started to defile your heart, your, um, it gets deeper it is uh, it is a, a lustful uh, type of living within pure motives so it goes further than just the idea of completely satisfying just the, the, the physical needs which then leads into um, uh, the, in the King James it's licentiousness in the New King James it's lewdness uh, this is literally means unbridled lust uh, licentiousness excess outrageousness shamelessness it goes so much deeper than just uh, the things we do behind closed doors that that we don't talk about or if we do we only talk about with a select few, or inner circle this is a an unbridled out there in the public it's it is uh it, it is boastful prideful about who you are it goes further and and the more prideful you are, the more outrageous the type of sexual sin that you do. Uh, and so you see from you see from adultery to fornication to uncleanness to lasciviousness. You see a building up. You see one is just a little worse than the other. Uh, and so that's the things to do with the body. Then you've got idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance emulations you keep going down the list and so let's look at those idolatry uh, has to do with the worship of false gods right I mean pretty simple uh witchcraft is also in the New King James it's called sorcery this is when you follow up it's the idea of magical arts or drugs that are used uh, in fact it's the word pharmacia that we get pharmacy from it is a it is a, a something that is used right uh, a medicinal uh a a poison or or something that is used in the in in aiding the worship of the false god so it's it's taking it further it's taking it uh it's taking it more than just uh, I'm going to worship this false god it's that that I'm going to get help to worship this false god um I'm going to I'm going to dive even deeper into it I'm going to start involving my body by taking things to help me it's uh uh, you know it, it, it's it's more than just a a, a, a mental ascent. like idolatry could just be a mental ascent. I choose to value my own my own goals over what the Lord wants for me in my life. I choose to value the dollar. I choose to value the job. I choose to value a person or anything more than what God has for me and that's a mental ascent. witchcraft, sorcery, pharmakia, Is using things to help you to do that. Uh, and, and it's the idea of losing control of your body. So you've got this, you've got this thing that, that is not just a mental ascent, but now you've got your body involved. Um, which leads to hatred. Hatred is enmity, meaning I'm going to hate those things that go against the thing I'm trying to, to, to worship or to to idolize. I'm going to, I'm going to have enmity against it. I'm going to, I'm going to speak against it. And then you go from there to that's enmity to have enmity. That's an emotional thing to, to strife, um, uh, uh, or contentions, excuse me, in the New King James, it's variants in the King James. This is an actual striving with; it's to wrestle with; it's to actually physically come out against somebody; it's to come against them in a way that. To, uh, I mean, we see this today, right? We see this in the in the mobs that try to uh, try to shout down conservative speakers. We see this in the mobs that attack. Um, uh, those that are uh, street preachers, or those that are standing on a, on a corner trying to espouse a certain political view, and the mob comes in and just comes out, and they'll and oftentimes there's violence. Oftentimes there is physical altercations, and and it, and it goes from just a an enmity, just an emotion about them, to where I'm going to get in their face, and I'm going to push, and I'm going to shove, and I'm going to try to push them into a corner, and I'm going to shout them down, and and it, so it goes to it goes to it goes to another level, and then you see you've got emulations, which is a literally the idea of emulation is the fervor of spirit. It's an excitement of mind. It is a it is the idea of giving um, a r- religious a, a religious spirit to what you're feeling, to what you're believing folks, I, I'm going to tell you right now, you can see that in, in a lot of these uh, uh, climate change people where they're throwing tomato soup on works of art and then gluing themselves to them. Um, where they are, uh, I saw it this last week, uh, where they laid down on a track for a, a Formula One um, uh, race uh, and here's, what's crazy. Uh, I don't even see, this is where their minds are so gone. The formula one race that they tried to protest, they were all electric vehicles. They're trying to protest oil and the race that they stopped, they were all electric vehicles. It, you know, is the dumb, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. But you see this, this religious fervor, this zeal that they have that is even can I be honest? That would put even some Christians to shame. That they, um, uh, uh, their their zeal about it. In fact, that's the word for emulations is zealous, which is we get zealous or zeal from. And so, so you can see how this builds, right? You can see how this gets worse and worse. Um, then you've got the next word is wrath and in wrath that's a, a passion it's uh it's an uh, it's more than um a, just an anger it is a a seething boiling over anger right where it gets worse and worse it used to be it used to be where um if they wanted to protest they would march and they would carry signs well now they're throwing things and now they're you know again they're 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 The cursing and the disrespect is, 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 is awful. It just is, is awful. Um, so you see that buildup right now. Let's go to strife, seditions, and heresies. Now this is, this is interesting how he does this in the new King James, it's selfish ambitions. Um, the, the word strife or, or selfish ambitions, that's literally what it means. Uh, it means to try to uh, politic or weasel your way into an office. Now, that's kind of interesting. It, uh, King James calls it strife. Uh, New King James calls it selfish ambition. It's the idea of trying to um, uh, 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 engineer a desired outcome for a political office. It's the idea of trying to... Uh, get into partisanship and, and work a different angle where it's not your body and it's not um, your emotions. This has to do with your mind. This has to do with your, your um, how you're trying to live life and, and come this. And I will tell you, I think in my, in my life in the past, that this is one of the areas that I struggled with. Um, I'll just be honest You know, when I first got involved in the ministry, I thought if I rubbed the right elbows and spoke with the right people and got buddy-buddy with the right people, that it would, it would move me into a place where I could climb the ladder in our organization, where I could get the, get the desired church, where I could get the desired office, where I could. And so I, I behaved in such a way that I wanted to, that, that it. I thought put me in positions to do that. Now I, I was ended up being terrible at it and it came back and and uh uh got me in the end. But um I you know I learned a, I learned a lesson from that because I was not operating or did not have the gift or not the gift the fruit of the spirit operating in my life in such a way that that when I was dealing with with men and women who were in political positions I I wasn't honest with them and I didn't I wasn't straightforward with them and so this you know, so you see where this could be an issue, which leads to the next one, which is uh, sed- seditions in the King James, and it's dissensions in the New King James. Um, this word means that it causes division. So we go from where you're trying to weasel your way into a position. Well, to weasel your way into a certain position, a lot of times you've got to speak out against somebody. You've got to cause divisions. You've got to cause. You got to cause issues, which then. Now, this is interesting, leads to um, the word heresies. Now, the word heresies here, we've always taught to mean false doctrine, and it does that. It does mean that. But in this instance, in this verse, um, it means to storm a city or to capture or to take something. So you go from you go from trying to weasel your way political thinking to seditions, which is divisions, which which leads to heresies, which is the idea of the taking of a city, which is a hostile political takeover. Right. It's a hostile takeover. And uh, and so you get this. It just it just builds on itself. I'm going to so I'm going quick. I know I'm throwing a lot of information at you because I don't want to take a whole lot of time on this. Uh, and so you kind of see that's the top of that. Then you go to the next category, right? We've got adultery, fornication, and cleanness, lewdness is one category, right? Idolatry, sorcery, sorcery, excuse me, hatred, contentions, um, uh, uh, jealousies, wrath, uh, that's another category. Then you got selfish ambitions or strife, uh, dissensions, heresies, that's That's another category. Then we've got the last category. You've got envy, murders, drunkenness, and revelries. Uh, So you've got envy, which, hey, here's an interesting thought. The word envy in this, in the original language, means envy. Uh, It means to be jealous of. It means to be prompted by envy. It means to be motivated by envy. It means to have ill will towards somebody. Um, This is not just a jealousy, you know. I wish I had the car that they had. I wish I had the money that they had. I wish that that's, that's jealousy. Envy is the idea in your heart to say that if I could stop them from having that, so I could get it, then I'll do it. See, there's the difference. So you've got envy and man, I know I'm talking fast tonight, but there's so many things here and I just want to get through them. So you've got envy, which is a prompting by jealousy. It is a, if I could stop them so I could have it, I would do it. Which leads to the next, murder. Now, that should just kind of be the natural progression, and hopefully you see that, right? Now, murder, which leads to drunkenness, and how that Which leads to revelings or revelries. Now, let me tell you how that works out. You got envy that leads to murder. Well, if I am willing to take the life of another person in order to satisfy or satiate my own desires, I want to, because I'm motivated by envy, meaning I will stop them from getting that promotion so I can do it, so I can get it. I will take action to stop them, stop them, so I can satisfy my own desire. Right, that leads to murder. Well, if if I'm willing to go that far, and according we know that what Jesus said about if you you know you hate somebody without a cause, you've murdered them in your heart already. You know, so um, so we we know that this happens, right? So envy, driven by jealousy motivated by jealousy to do something to stop someone the ultimate idea of stopping someone is to stop their life well if i'm willing to take the life of somebody else in order to satisfy my own desires even if i don't do it see here's the thing even if i don't do it if i'm if in my heart i do it because of my hatred and my envy in order to satisfy or satiate my own desires then there is nothing to stop me from satisfying or satiating my, all of my desires, which leads to drunkenness, intoxication, which means to be under the control of a, another substance, another thing. And if, if I do that, if I'm willing to then satiate my own flesh with the drunkenness, then it leads to the revelries, Which is reveling? Which is this riotous carousal? It's to uh, it's the um, it's to to act out in such a way. You know these guys, the guys that get drunk and get crazy and loud, and they, um, you know, they're screaming and yelling at people, and they go, you know, they decide it's a fun idea to go streaking down the neighborhood, and I mean, these are guys that just the. The party animals that are out of control. And so you see there, you see four different areas. It's kind of funny. The Lord told us to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Four different areas. And the Lord wants all of us. He wants our heart, our passion, our our emotions. He wants our soul, which is our inner motivation. He wants our mind, which is the way we think, and he wants our strength, which is our body. The works of the flesh. You s- I can go to the four different categories again, but I'm not going to. But you see, four different categories which affect the heart, soul, mind, and strength. Just like the Lord wants your full, just like the Lord wants you completely. The works of the flesh will take you completely. They will take you completely. They will, will, uh, as the old preachers used to say, sin will take you further than you want to go, hold you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay. That these works of the flesh, which which attack or or go against all four areas of your life, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Listen, it's very plain. Paul is very plain. If you do these things, things, if this is your lifestyle, if this is something you practice on a, uh, on a continual basis, and I am convinced, I am convinced, listen, I showed you how like adultery, fornication uncleanness, lasciviousness, right? It went from just the body to the heart. It went from the heart to the soul, your filthiness of soul with the, with the uncleanness and lasciviousness. I'm convinced that if you've got something that you do in one of these areas, that it affects all of the areas of your life. You can't commit adultery with your body without your heart, your soul, your mind being in the wrong place. And so these attack or these impact every area of your life. So by virtue of that, you become what it is that you're doing. And in doing so, if you do these things, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. And so uh, for those of you who are listening, I I know I threw out a lot of information and I spoke really fast at the beginning because I I wanted to be able to take the time to wrap it up here at the end. Because next time, we will actually get on the fruit of the Spirit. But I can't get to that without taking a moment and talking to you and saying, look, if you struggle with any of these things that I just went through, it's a long list. I get it. And I spoke fast, and I threw out a lot of information. But if in any of those things is something you're dealing with, listen to me, friend. You need to surrender that to Jesus. And you need to get it right with the Lord. Because I want to see you in heaven. So I'm begging you right now. If there's any area of your life that you're dealing with any of these things, lustful thoughts, you're actually in a adulterous situation or, or fornication, or you're in idolatry or sorcery, witchcraft, which is... Drugs, illicit drugs, and and maybe you're trying to be political, and in doing so, you're you're bad mouthing and murdering somebody else's character and causing dissension and strife. Listen, I'm telling you, folks, you got to give it to the Lord, and you got to walk away from that. You got to give it to the Lord. Pick up your cross. Die to yourself. Accept him as Lord of your life in that situation. Make amends. Make things right. Give it to the Lord. Come to the cross. You need to do so. I'm telling you, you need to do so. In fact, I I don't do this very often, but I'm going to, in fact, I don't know that I've ever done this in this podcast. I'm going to end with prayer. And then, then next time we'll talk about the actual fruit of the Spirit. Heavenly Father. I know that my podcast is not reaching thousands, but it reaches who you deem it should reach. So Lord, if there's anybody listening to this podcast right now, that is in any way struggling with sin in their life of any kind, Lord, I pray that they would come to the cross Surrender themselves, give themselves completely to you, completely to you, and in doing so, make you Lord of their life and will follow you, love you, and chase harder after you than they ever did their own selfish desires. God, I pray in Jesus' name that you would convict them, that they would give themselves to you and be different today as they have made you Lord of their life. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thank you for listening. Um, Reach out to me. You can, you can respond on this podcast. There's a place that you can do that. Uh, my email is mac PastorMac, P-A-S-T-O-R-M-A-C-K-7-1, the number 7-1, at gmail.com. Email me. And uh, if you need me to pray for you or if you have any thoughts, concerns, or anything you'd like to hear me talk about, let me know. Hey, I love you. And uh, I will talk to you next time. Bye.